Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. We hope you guys are doing all right today. We have a great show for you. We are recording this on Monday, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day. We have the ability to record because it is that holiday, so we are doing this at around 3 p.m. Joe, we have a lot of cards to talk about, which is really nice because I feel like it's been a long time since we've had a lot. Like This is like... There's legitimately like 60 cards. Like we're not going to be able to get through all of them. Some more relevant than others. Right. It's been a while since we've gotten this many cards at once. So I'm excited for that. There are no big events uh, upcoming. We do have. I want to make sure I say the correct one. We do have. Uh, Charlotte coming up this weekend. So we do have a regional. We have another regional for the next four weeks. So we will have those events to talk about. But again, this works out perfectly because, like I said, we have about 60 cards to go through. And as you said, some are more relevant than others, so we will not be going over all 60. I will probably, for the sake of time, only mention previous evolutions if they have some relevancy. But before we get into that, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine today. It's cold outside. Very cold. It's a good victory Monday. It is, as Lions fans. Oh, man. It's probably the biggest win in, in the franchise's history. Uh, of the Super Bowl era, yes. Yeah, of the Super Bowl era. And for the first time in franchise history ever, we have two home games in the playoffs. We've never had that before. In Super Bowl history. No, in general. We've never had two home games. Even previously? Yes, it is franchise history. Oh, man. How crazy is that? I'm hoping we play against Tampa Bay. Me too. We'll see. We'll see. By the time this goes, we'll already long know our opponents. But yeah, it's cold. Uh, it's going to be almost negative 20 this week during the week. So it's uh, it's going to be cold. But other than that, like I said, you said you're doing well. I am doing well as well. Past couple of days off, watching good football, watching winning football. So, you know, that, that definitely puts people in the right spot. But I guess let's let's just do this. We got a lot, a lot of cards from Wild Force and Cyber Judge. We got some A-Specs. We got some illustration rares that we won't talk about. We got a lot of Terra EXs. We got a ton of cards. So I'm just going to start with the most recent A-Spec, which we talked about last week. How there was an A-spec that was going to be revealed. We did, in fact, get that. and It is Hero's Cape. Hero's Cape is a Pokemon tool that states the Pokemon this card is attached to gets 100 more HP. And that is it. So it is a straight 100 HP boost. Um, Twitter was having fun basically pulling the highest HP Stage 2 EXs and being like, all right, my Venusaur now has 440 HP. Your move. And so that was fun. But I guess looking at this from a strictly analytical side, what do you think of Hero Hero's Cape? I guess, what do you think of it as a card? And, and do you think it has any relevancy with the other A-Specs that we know about? Um, well, I know the combo that was mentioned right off the bat was the Wiggly Tough EX, where it gets an extra 100, 100 HP for a special energy attached to it. Correct. Uh, so it can be a what, 350? It'd be with this? I think it's more than 350. Oh, 450. 
Yeah, 450. So there's definitely some plays that could use it, but I don't think it'd be completely relevant. Well, it all comes back to, uh, what is it? What's the prime catcher, whatever it's called? It's something like that. It all comes down to Guzma. Yeah, I, I think we have this question offline is that it not every single like specialty card is completely relevant, which is kind of a bummer. Where like the uh, Guzma, I call, we'll just call it Guzma Catcher. <clears throat> uh, that is basically relevant in mo and it's not every single deck. Same thing with like Radiant Greninja. All these specialty cards are basically relevant, or, or one card is basically relevant for most decks. Yeah, it is a bummer because I think if they removed Prime Catcher, I think that all of these cards would bring up some really cool conversations. There's a lot of really cool A specs that, that bring up some interesting combinations. But because the catcher is so strong, I, I just don't see a world where in 95% of scenarios, maybe 98%, you're just going to run the catcher and you're not going to run you're not going to run anything else. Like I so, yeah, so like I am always like curious like I cause I've been playing a bunch of other card games right now too. So like balancing wise, it's just it's so weird that they print one card that trumps everything else. And they always do this too. Yeah. And it's there's like the so many cool cards. The prisms. So cool. Yeah, the pr- the prism cards, the radiant like radiant serena has seen like a play Radiant Alakazam has seen a play. You know, you've seen... It's not like they're completely ruled out. Charizard, you see some more, but like it's like overwhelming Radiant Credentia. Right, so... It, it, well, Hero's Cape is cool. Hero's Cape is really awesome. I hope it does see play, but I have a feeling, aside from stall decks, I can't see a world where Hero's Cape would actually break the mold. And we have tool removal, so, you know, it keeps it in check. Yeah, that's also a bummer part. Yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of see how it plays out. We don't know till they're out here, but uh, I, I can't say that it's uh, it's too wild. Which, side note, oh my god, I can't believe we just forgot this. We're going to talk about it more next week because we have too many cards, but Standard Rotation did get announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah, April 5th. April 5th is when Rotation's happening. I can't believe we literally didn't lead off with that. Which should be uh, our they, anniversary. That that's That's just... Because of how many cards got revealed, right? We forgot about everything else. Yeah. Yeah, so April 5th is when rotation will be happening. All the E-regulation cards will be leaving. We're probably going to talk about this next week and break down one of the, some of the biggest cards leaving. Obviously, Mew VMAX, Battle VIP Pass, Path to the Peak, Baby Guard of War. There's the a strike. lot of... Huh? All the strikes. Right, all the strike cards, so... Rapid strike, single strike. So there's a lot of a lot of cards that we will be talking about leaving, but we're gonna put that on the side for now because I think that that will be a separate show altogether. We just have too many cards to get through. But I wanted to mention that because tool removal made me think of it. Next up, we have Reuniclus. Reuniclus is a stage two with 120 HP psychic type for one colorless energy summoning gate. Look at the top eight cards of your deck and put any number of Pokemon you find there onto your bench. For one Psychic and a Colorless, Brain Shake, 100 damage. Your opponent's active is now confused. Obviously, the focus here is the fact that for one Colorless Energy, even though it's a Stage 2, you can look at the top 8 and play any Pokemon. 
that you see. It doesn't have to be basic. What are your thoughts on Reuniclus? Normally, I would say too big, not not worth it. But here is the I think caveat here is that we now have that so to speak mallow reprint, right? So you can put two cards on top of your deck. So you can put any two Pokemon on the top of your deck now, and we're going to click that onto your bench. That's true. Just stage twos, you can slap them on there. Slap them on there, EXs, whatever. I hope this card gets played. I hope it does. I think I think this type of combo stuff is cool. I don't know. I mean, you seem to think it's pretty cool, too. Uh, and this also reminds me, that, wasn't there an Orbital that did the same thing? There was something similar, yes. We can just straight up search two Pokemon. I think it was a search two, but that was also in a meta where stage twos were not as prevalent as they are right now. Yeah, this could be interesting with Mallow. I'd be I'd be curious to see where this goes. Yeah, I like this card a lot. I think it's gonna be cool to see play. It's like a niche card, but with the combos we know exist, I think it could be cool. I agree. Next up, going to the big list, we have Matang. Metagross actually is pretty irrelevant. Beldum is irrelevant, but Matang. Steel type, 100 HP, stage one, has the ability Metal Maker. Once during your turn, you may look at the top four cards of your deck, choose any number of basic metal energy you find there, and attach them to your Pokemon. Shuffle all other cards and put them at the bottom, so you don't have to discard. For one metal, two colorless, 60 damage, retreat a two. I'm just happy to see good metal support. And even though we're losing Dialga, pretty sure, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I just love having this card in format. So I'm happy as a Steel-type fanboy. Not to mention that you now have more um, GLC support. Yeah, this Ramp. is great GLC support. So great on Matang. There's not much to talk about. Just that it is a solid, really solid acceleration card. Uh, I'm looking down the list. I guess, do you care about Raichu? It does some spread damage. Uh, it just notes that it does spread damage. Yeah, it's one. It's a stage one, one thirty HP uh, for one lightning and colorless. It does fifty damage to each Pokemon with damage counters on it. Other than this Pokemon, that applies to both sides of the field. It's an interesting card. I I don't know if we're gonna see any relevancy, but I figure for Joe's sake, I'd bring it up. We now move on to our first EX of the day, and that is Wug Trio. Wug Trio is getting an electric terrestrialized card with the Terra ability, so it is protected. 250 HP, stage one. For one water energy, Troika Pump. Discard up to three energy cards from your hand and choose one of your opponent's Pokemon. This attack does 60 to that Pokemon for each energy card you discarded. So up to 180. Two water, Tingly Bolt, 120. During your opponent's next turn, they can't retreat. Weak to fighting and a retreat of one. I mean, we talk about water currently having a lot of flexibility with this requiring water energy i know that there are cards that allow you to splash this in other decks it's got good snipe it's got a great snipe for one energy you know what i think would be really cool with this i want you to tell me golden go golden go with i guess with the way it's play being played with water right we only have water, but like you can still even play it with this. Now you have hitting for electric weakness. Interesting. But like sniping too. And you only need a couple water energies. Yeah. And you play and you play 
You play urn. You discard anything you need, right? Like it's it's water energy energy cards. So it's not you're not held to that specific. The only thing required is the attack cost requirement. Which that's that might be a fun little pair with it. I don't know how serious the pairing is, but I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like put like a two two in there. Like it's like one one or one two two or two one. Right? I think that would be a fun tech. I think it would be fun too. Fun's the word for it. I'd go one one if it was me building the deck, but I do think it's a fun card. But it's like just for one eighty? Yeah. I well well snipes snipes for up to one eighty, right? Yeah. You don't have to hit that number. It's 60, 120, or 180. I think that's solid. So I it's a cool card. It's it's it doesn't have a home, but it has viability. And sometimes those cards are really nice. Yeah, maybe tech it into a mill deck. We're gonna have to find I just hope we see it have play. That's all I hope. Show us the Wug Trio. That's all I care about. Next up, we have Gengar EX Stage 2, 310 HP, Dark Type. Has the ability Corroding Curse. Whenever your opponent attaches an energy to one of their Pokemon from their hand, put two damage counters on them. We've seen this in the form of Old Cemetery, except it restricted it to certain types. For two Dark Energy, Trick Step 160, you may move one energy from your opponent's active to their benched. Retreat of two. Uh, The big thing here is, again... The, it continues the theme we seem to be going on of placing down damage on different parts of the board. The weird part about this is I feel like you're kind of investing in it as a support Pokemon. Like, 160 isn't bad. What are your thoughts on Gengar? I think it's kind of stuck in like this middle realm where I don't, I don't really know how viable it is. I really don't think it's that viable. Uh, I don't like the two retreat costs because I you I spend so much time getting there. And it's three ten, and then two, you're hitting one six. You can get your two shotting things, but your two shotting things. Yeah, I it's weird. It's a weird card. Weak to fighting. I don't think it's great. The ability's cool, but we've just seen it before. Not to mention acceleration typically does not come from your hand. Yeah, so I I'm putting Gengar on the side. We have a shift tree that's fine. For alligator, I think it's great for GLC. Uh, we haven't seen a for alligator in a while either. Stage two, 180. Has the ability Torrent Heart. Once during your turn, you may put five damage counters on this Pokemon. And if you do, it does 120 more to your opponent's active. Wait, for two water you- energy, great wave for 160. With Torrent Heart, it does 280 with a retreat of three. This is incredible for GLC. Did you just say that shift tree is irrelevant? I don't like Shiftry. Is, is it irrelevant? You think it is? Look at that first attack! Would you do that as a stage two? Seems pretty freaking nasty to me. I know, but are you investing in it? Uh, I feel like it's just a grass card. You know what? Alright, you did this to me. I Talk about for Alligator, then we'll go back to Shiftry. Maybe for Alligator some... is really good in GLC, right? Maybe... Oh, uh... Yes. <laughs> is it, it, <laughs> it's not going to be good in standard, but 280 for a big boy. That's insane. Yeah, that's pretty good. So that's all we had to comment on for Alligator. I just I just did that, but we'll go back. We'll go back to your Shiftry boy. Maybe because I'm such an, in a one-piece kick where like removal is so big. I think that's why Shiftry is like, so good in my head right now. 
I just, yeah, I just don't see any investment in it. It's a stage two grass type. For one grass energy, the attack Joe's talking about is expelling tornado. Choose three of your opponent's bench Pokemon. Shuffle all of your opponent's other bench Pokemon and all cards attached to it into their deck. It doesn't say choose up to. So my first thought is you can't use it unless they have a bench big enough to do this. Obviously, you can remove some pretty big threats on the board into the deck with a lot of energy investment, maybe. I guess the reason I skipped it is because I just don't know. I don't know, one, if you're putting investment to put this in the active, and I also don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is so easy just to play around. But if you're Uniclus Shifter, you're good. You know what? I guess that's true. Reuniclus, you found another partner. Shoutouts to Reuniclus. I think it's just another grass tool that goes in the grass bin. Uh, just like this Whimsicott. It's got 100 HP. Has the ability Lifting Heal. Once during your turn, when you play this Pokemon to evolve, you may use this ability. Heal all damage from your active grass Pokemon. If you do, discard all energy. Like... Just another random grass support out there. Is this good? I don't think it's good. Well, it can heal your Shiftry. <sighs> We're moving on from Shiftry. You gotta build Shiftry now. No. You're committing to it. No. It's a good card. No. Okay, good. You agree <laughs> with me. Moving on to Relicanth. A much better card than the ones we've mentioned previously. It is a basic Pokemon with a fighting type. 100 HP has the ability Deep in Memories. Each of your evolved Pokemon can use any attacks from its previous evolutions as long as you have the necessary energy. For one, fighting in a colorless 30 flat has a retreat of one. The conversation here could go on forever. Having a card like this in the format is always neat because even as we go into the next card, there's always... A stage two, I feel like, that has a baby with the outrage attack where it does more damage for damage counters on it. And I feel like that's the only relevant moment where Relicanth's ability actually matters. I feel like every time we get an ability like this, the only time it's used is for those outrage attacks, unless you can think of something different. Um, there's usually like also like benched attack ones too. Yeah, maybe some snipe stuff. Snipesy sellies. I just, there just usually isn't a lot, so I just kind of leave it be. But it's nice to know that the ability exists. I think it's a, it's a very useful ability. Following that, we have Incineroar. Incineroar EX has 320 HP. It is a fire type with the ability Adversity Act. Attacks used by this Pokemon cost one colorless less for each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. For one fire and four colorless, Blazing Bomb, 240 damage, and your opponent's active is now burned. Weak to water and retreat it too. Uh, the ability, we've seen something similar with Radiant Charizard. It was just in prize cards instead of bench Pokemon. I think bench Pokemon are much easier to manage. I like this card. I think it's super solid. I think there's enough fire support that allow it to exist, and... With certain decks that need to play bench Pokemon, Incineroar plays really well into them. Uh, and this is a Pokemon that, as I just mentioned, has a has a um, a Litten with the Outrage attack. So, what are your thoughts on Incineroar? 
Um, it's good. Back my basement still in play. Yes. Block F. So I, I think I I think it's cool. I'd like to try it. I think it's cool too. I think it's I think it's doable. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's I think it's pretty decent. So in center I put. I like it's like going back to Wug Trio that we thought was like a cool tech. I think Incineroar could be a deck by itself. Oh, of course. And you can make that work. So I think that's good. The conversation kind of ends there, but it's a decent card. Next up is Fragorath EX. It is a dark type with 260 HP, has the ability Armor Tail, prevent all damage done to this Pokemon by attacks of your opponent's basic EXs. So we have some damage protection. For one Psychic and two Colorless. Sneaky Beam. 160 and does 30 to one of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Um, Also worth noting, although it is a Dark type, it doesn't have the Terra ability. Does it? No, it does. It just didn't have the the translation. So it does have the Terra ability. Uses Psychic Energy like Girafferig does. Any thoughts on this card? It's a lot of energy for 160 and a Snipe. It seems like a lot of work. And like, as a one of, the ability is useful for certain matchups. Like, okay, like Roaring Moon. You just shut down Roaring Moon. Like, yeah. there there are decks that you can stop. Maridon, for the most part, you shut down. Mm-hmm. So there are abilities. The Armor Tail definitely comes into play. But we're also where we're also in a time where there's a mix of V's. So it doesn't really matter yet. So we'll kind of hold Fragoraph off to the side. Next up, we have some Ancient and Future Basics. We have Roaring Moon. Roaring Moon is a dark type, 140 HP, Ancient Tag. For two Dark Energy, Vengeful Feathers, 70 plus 10 for each Ancient card in your discard pile. For one Dark and three Colorless, Speedwing for 120. Uh, Any thoughts on Roaring Moon? Um, I like. I think it's a fine little mini tech, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, too dark is a bit brutal, but Vengeful Feathers is at least a decent attack. And there's Ancient Energy Acceleration as well. Correct. So we have that. Next up is Coridon, Dragon-type Ancient Tag, 140 HP. It's big attack for one fighting and a colorless uh, Primal... We'll just say Primal Battering. 30 damage times 30 for each of your ancient Pokemon in play. Could be a nice little basic hitter. Um, It has Shred as well as the second attack. Fire, Fighting, and a Colorless for 130. We know that Shred goes through abilities or effects. Anything on Coridon here? Uh, No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, these are all okay. Great Tusk, Fighting type. It has a mill attack for two Colorless where... If you played an ancient supporter card from your hand, you discard four cards instead of one. It's a pretty bad card, though, right? You might play it in mill. In mill, you'd play it everywhere else. It just kind of exists. Yeah. Um, Iron Valiant, 130. Future Psychic for one Psychic Energy. Look at the top four cards of your deck and put them in any order. For two Psychic and a Colorless, Majesty Sword, 100. If you played a Future Supporter, it does 100 more. Again, it's an okay baby. Maridon is pretty bad. 
It's 110 Dragon type for one colorless, 40 damage. Search up to two basic energies and attach them to your future Pokemon. Two Lightning and a Psychic, 160. It's pretty meh. Um, and then the last one, Iron Treads, a Steel type, 130 HP. Future tag with the ability Dual Core. While this Pokemon has a future booster energy attached to it, it is both fighting and metal. Which you'd think, that's a sweet ability, Mike. And I'd say, I agree. But for one metal and a colorless, it does 60 damage and you just move an energy from this Pokemon to the bench. So it's, is the ability even useful? It might be GLC relevant, in my opinion. Because, I don't know, there's times where you're playing... I don't know, like you tell me, but like you play against colorless and hitting for weakness, it might be a little nice. Okay, it does give you weakness potential. 120 yeah. after weakness is just really like... And I know there's an, there's there's enhancers, I know, but like... It just seems like a waste of an ability on a, on a... Waste of a good ability. Even if it did 80, we'd be talking about something different. Yeah, if it had a little more damage output, I'd be more excited. I think that's the big one. So we'll keep an eye on Iron Treads, but... There's really not a lot there to go from. We go into the trainers. First one up is Order Box is an item. If you use this card, your turn is over. Search your deck for two item cards and put them into your hand. It's a nice little turn one card, right? It has small glands. It looks like a trash dumpster. It does look like a trash dumpster. I think this card might be okay. Turn one, I don't think it's terrible. Uh, I don't know. It ends uh, your turn, but we sometimes see these cards see play. Not often, but we sometimes see them see play. It depends on what items we're looking for, I guess. Correct. So items is also the keyword. Yes, it is. It is the keyword. Next up is hand clippers. It is an item that states both players discard cards of their hand until they both have five. General disruption. Anything past that? That might be relevant. I think I think it probably will be. Especially the hand size. Yeah, I think this is a fine card. It's one of those cards where it seems to have value. Will it have playability? We'll see if it actually breaks the threshold to be played. Kind of like all these A specs, but I think it's decent. Um, the next one is sweet. Emergency board. The Pokemon on this card is attached to, because it's a tool, Pays one less colorless to retreat. If that Pokemon is 30 HP or less, it has no retreat. So we have our next retreat card. We have our next floatstone. We have our next um, skateboard. We have a lot like this is this is important to have, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, that. there's not much past it. It's just like, oh, sweet. We have another card like this. Like, I'm starting to think if I should invest in a bunch of Arvins right now, because I think Arvin is going to be a really good next set. Arvin is going to be very good. Next rotation, really. Especially with these A-Specs being items, for the most part. A-Specs, you have Emergency Board if needed. You have the TMs available to you. You have that Puffin Search for two se- like 270 HP Pokemon. Like, I think this is... I think Arvin's going to be pretty slept on right now. I think, yeah. Well, Arvin's already creeping up in a lot of decks and has been for a while. But I agree that it's going to be a staple. So, I agree with you completely. The supporters we have, Beyonce's, uh, Beyonce's, Bianca's Sincerity. 
Supporter that states heal all damage from one of your Pokemon with 30 HP or less. And then Eerie states look at your opponent's hand, choose two item cards you find there, and discard them. In theory, you could discard the A-Specs and stuff, but I feel like you're not wasting a supporter on Eerie. At least at least Bianca's is healing, but again... I don't know, man. I guess Eerie Hand... Well, okay, Eerie Hand Clipper's in control. There you go. Right? That's a tome? I think so. Which is unfortunate, but it is there. Now we get to some cool cards. And we have a few left before we're out of here. Drum of Awakening. This is the ancient A-spec we are getting. It is an item that states, draw a card for each of your ancient Pokemon in play. Straight up. You got you got six ancients in play? Draw six cards for an item. Pretty freaking strong. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah, this is this is for value wise, this could break the threshold. Over Prime do Catcher. Do you think this would make Roaring Moon more scary? I think I think this makes every ancient deck more scary. I think this is one of the few cards that breaks into the realm of I'm going to play this over the catcher a spec. Because I can draw potentially, we'll say on average, you're drawing four to six cards unless something's going really poor and it's an item. So yeah, I, I think this breaks the barrier there. I think it's, I think it might be the second best without seeing them all in front of me. Again, I think this is the second best a spec. Um, and then we have reboot bot, which is the future one. For each of your future Pokemon in play, choose one basic energy from your discard and attach it to that Pokemon. You and I had a conversation about that before this. Are you still a really big fan of this card? Um, yeah, I, I, like, I don't mind. Like, I, yes, I do like it. Uh, I'm not sure what deck it's going to go into, but I think it's, it's relevant. Does it break... The prime catcher barrier. No, no, we were talking about that. We, nothing breaks that. I think. I think. I think the ancient one might. If if you are playing like, so we talked about that the prime catcher one is a splashable in any deck, right? Right. But there are going to be certain decks that are going to play certain aspects over other things just because it would make sense. An ancient deck is going to play the ancient drum of awakening. Right. Right. Uh, the cape is going to be played in Wigglytuff. Right. So those so, are those few those few moments. There's going to be a few exceptions, right? But in in the whole, the Prime Catcher is going to be played in everything. That's the most strong. Correct. Um. So those are cool, but you know we're starting to close out on Aspects. I think there's one more we haven't gotten yet, uh, but I haven't counted them all yet. I think we're supposed to have seven in total, and I think where's one missing. Yeah, I believe we have one missing because we have the catcher, the energy, hero's cape. Um, we have the two ancient ones we just saw, and then we have one other one from the other day that I'm missing. Master Ball. Master Ball. So there's one more. But Master the Ball last... is the only reprint, so. It is, it is, which is cool. I like that we're getting new ones. Please give me Dowsing Machine. I think there's a chance we get Scoop Up. I'll be okay with that, too. I think that's, if, I were, if we're getting a reprint, that's my guess. But we'll have to see. I, and with the rate these cards are coming out, we, we will find this out probably by next week. The last card we'll talk about is Scizor EX. It was in a separate post. Scizor is a stage one with 270 HP. 
For two colorless energy, steel wing, 70 damage. During your opponent's turn, it takes 50 less. And then for two metal energy, uh, we have Crossbreaker, 120. Discard up to two metal energies. It does 120 for each card discarded. Um, I was telling you, one of my favorite decks back in the day was Mega Scizor EX. And let me see here. It reminded me of it, but I might be thinking of the wrong attack. Let me see this. Yeah, it's slightly different, but let's just we'll take this parallel. This is similar to, uh, what's it called? Ice Rider? Uh -huh. Just as a metal type. 240 is a good number. I, I just like this card because I like Scizor, and I think the Illustrator Rare is going to be sick. Otherwise, it's a completely average card, I feel like. It's not too yeah. good or it's not too bad. Yeah, it's I'm, just not good. Yeah, like it's not, it's not a deck. 240 for discarding two is not enough. It's just not going to get there. With Ice Rider, there were... Ice Rider was relevant, but HPs were also a tad bit lower. So I can't really say... Um, although we do have a Scizor to play with, Scizor EX that has the evil admonition attack. So there might be a fun little scissor deck I can build on the side and, and just lose some games with. But yeah, that brings us to the end. So we had a lot of cards to talk about. Again, I know rotation was announced. Next week's show, we will be talking about it. We'll go through all those big cards that are rotating. I know it was already a conversation, so we'll be a week late, but I wanted to give these cards the time that they deserve. Joe, before we head out, is there anything else you would like to add? I got a question. So it's not sure. a super relevant card, but it's one that we didn't really talk about yet. Vicavolt. Oh yeah, so, what are your thoughts on Vicavolt? So Vicavolt, Lightning, 160, uh, two retreat class, weak to fighting. One Lightning, uh, Mock Bolt, 50 damage, two Lightning, Serial Cannon, 120. This deck does 80 more damage for each of your bench charger bugs. Not Grubbins, but charger bugs. Um... My question to you is, do you think Radiant Charger Bug counts? My guess would be n n no, right? Right? Uh, that's why I'm asking you the question. I... I'm going to go ahead and say it doesn't. Anyways, if you have two Charger Bugs on the bench, you're swinging for 280. Well, are you going to build it? I don't see why not. Yeah, all right. It'd be sweet. It'd be, I was going to say it'd be fun in GLC, but it wouldn't. Thanks to Grubbin. Thank you. Yeah, shout out to Grubbin. And you can only play one Charger Bug. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's also that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd try this. All right, well, let's do that. This is a good card. I'm glad you brought that up. Now that we've covered all the cards, is there anything else you'd like to say? Everybody have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Enjoy going through these cards and kind of planning out what you're going to be building next. Again, we will discuss rotation a little bit more next week. Thank you guys so much for supporting us as you do each and every week for our shows. We appreciate the time you give us, and we will see you next time.